Whoever learns the laws of Tadas HaMashpacha, as it's called today, even on the most basic level, anyone who learns that knows that at the most basic halacha, a woman who sees blood has to wait five days, then she can do a hafsaktara, and then she has to count, and then she could count, seven nekiyim. Now, why the seven days? Why this shiva nekiyim for a nida? I, uh, Assume, I have to assume that you uh, certainly know. Uh, size 7 Bechlal and 7 Nekiyim Befrat. But uh, right now we're going to focus on those five days before the Hafsiktar and the Shiva Nekiyim. And as we shall see, it isn't quite so simple and straightforward as the Shiva Nekiyim themselves. Before I begin, I just want to mention that uh, I hope those who were here last year remember that we discussed once the controversy of the mikveh in Rovigo in Italy. There was this idea about filling up a mikveh with a keli that has holes in it and how that turned into this huge controversy that was more than just a halachic back and forth. It was like this huge machlekes that enveloped these communities for a couple of years. We went through some of the taka, some of the halachic shakavataya there. So... Uh, Perhaps one can say that no halachic subject is truly complete without a good geschmack uh, Italian controversy where the Italian Rabbanim are going after each other. So fortunately enough, we found one for Yochas Nida as well. Uh, although it's possible you could say that this one is even lesser known and even more obscure than uh, the previous one. Because the Marshal uh, Mikveh, at least it was reprinted, uh, a few decades ago in Taras Yomtif, this one is come out not mentioned anywhere. You really have to uh, be familiar with it uh, in order to know about it. One difference between these two is, is that the mikveh controversy was around the year 1600. So that means that the controversy was playing out through print. And everyone was printing a safer or contrarious against his opponent. This mice that we're going to talk about happened in the year 1455. To put that in perspective, the first Jewish sefer that was printed with a date on it is from 20 years later, 1475. So this Vikuach was still taking place uh, in a handwritten Eifen. Uh, so at the center of this debate is a Rav by the name of Rabbi Yehuda ben Yechiel, otherwise known as Meser Leon. In other words, his Hebrew name was Yehuda. His Italian name, which as was the practice then, was Leon. And the title that he had was Messer, which is considered to be one of the most uh, important, significant uh, titles that you could have. You could only use it if you had permission, if you were granted the title. And generally, Jews were not allowed to have this title, except for exceptions, such as Rabbi Yehuda, Besides whatever greatness he had in Taira, he was also a very important, uh, distinguished doctor. And in fact, his name came up as well last year. We spoke about uh, clothing from black hats. Where did from clothing come from? And we started with the Shuvah of the Maharik, very famous Shuvah. The Shuvah of the Maharik was to this, Rabbi Yehuda, Mr. Leon, the Shaila was, can he wear, when he, once he got his doctorate, which was also unusual for a Jew to receive, he wanted to wear the doctoral cape that they used to put on. If you're a doctor, you're able to wear uh, the special cape. And the shayla was, is the initial chukas 
And uh, that was the Big Shuvah, the Maharek, which then influenced all the discussions uh, subsequently on the topic. And here as well, we'll find the same two, Vida Mr. Leon and the Maharek involved here. But that, that uh, incident seems to have taken place later because based on what we know, he received his doctorate later. And by then, Maharek was the greatest rabbi in Italy. This happens earlier on. But he, still, he already had the title Messer already at this point. So it starts with a letter that the Yehuda, Messer Leon, wrote at the time he was in the city of Ancona in Italy, but the letter wasn't written to his city. It was written to other places in Italy. And that's part of the subtext of this debate, as we shall see. So this is what he writes. Maskina nida. The conclusion in Nida is, yes. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll break for that in just a bit. Let's not pile on all the facts and trivia, and I'll tell you in a moment where it's from. So, the Maskana and Masechus Nida Perakeit Sedeifen is a Pileta Shech Vazera Raya Havya Vesasra. So, if a woman was with her husband, and now she has the Zera, and then at some point it comes back out, so that's considered Oriya, and it's Saiser, the minion of seven. Right, so this is the context here is Toma, and we're talking about Stama Zayin Akiyim for Azava, and if there's an Iyah in the middle, that would be a problem. So we're saying that this Peleta uh, Shabbazara also counts as an Iyah, and it's a, a stira to her minion of Tara. The context there is that it says her one day, not that it, you have to start over again. It says her one day, that day doesn't count. We'll try to get at some point to how that ties in exactly to here. Hopefully, it'll become clear as we go along. But that's all. He just he just quotes that line from the Gemara. So lachin. Based on this, therefore, right? She was with her husband right before she became a nida. So that means that in the first days following her becoming a nida, she might be a pelata shech Bazara. So she shouldn't start counting zayin akim until the fifth day, which means he's saying you have to wait four days, and the fifth day could already be the first day of the Zionakim. And the example of that is, just to make it simple, let's say she was with her husband, Matzah Shabbos, so the numbers of her days and the numbers of the week are going to line up. So and then she saw blood, so even if Pascha Miyad, so she can't make a half Sitara, just uh, she should not start counting Zion Akim Ad Yoim Hey till Thursday. Thursday is already the first of the Zion Akim. So therefore, before that, on Wednesday afternoon, she should do her Badika, do the Hafsatara, start wearing white, and she can start counting from that night. Why? To be in on Vav Oinus Gimel Yamam Shleiman Laplito. You need six complete Oinus, three complete days to be certain that the Zara emerged, or that past that time, it doesn't count anymore, doesn't have the halachic din anymore, as he's about to say in a moment, right? So that means essentially it's really three days, if you're being cheshish for Palat Zara. So we have this other mocker that says that it's a three-day thing, three, not four, but we're talking about that she was with her husband, Matzah Shabbos. If you count three full 24-hour days, that means it's going to conclude at some point in the night. That means that you already lost the next day. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday night, sometime in the middle of Tuesday night, the three days expire. So 
Tuesday night on Wednesday, already for Fallen, you can only do the Hefsektara at the end of Wednesday, and that's how you end up with four days. Um, and you're doing your Hefsektara on the fourth day, and then you can start counting from the fifth day. After, then, it doesn't matter if he's Paleta something or not, it's not Matama, it's not Seyser. loses its get there before. Where did he get this from? So he says, you'll find this din explained very nicely in the Rosh, in the Yashri, in Nida, and in Sefer Atruma, and in Sefer Hayereim. And this is what they quote from Ri, that Ri says, when it says, Shiva Nekim, what does Nekim mean? Clean, clean of what? Mistama Nekim, I feel Mistama, it also means clean of this. And this is the Mardchai, and the Ri Midura, and the Meisha Mikutsi, and the Smag, and the Smak. Okay, sounds very straightforward. Oh, there's an exception. Zula Saraivit. The Raivit actually says something else. The Raivit says, This whole concept in the Gemara that if she saw it, that's nothing to do with Nida, husband, has to do with Tumas and Taras. But all the other Paiskim didn't agree, as you can see in the tour in Simon Kuftadik Vov. And he adds, there's no difference here between whether this is a woman who's a Bu'ula, she's already been with her husband for a while, or whether she's a Basula, meaning this month of Shabbos was the first time. So the seven days are being counted from Dam Basulam, essentially. Still the same Allah, we don't make distinctions, like it says in the Smag and Smak, and the Rimidura and the Mardchai, and then he concludes, finally, final line is, Lachain Hishamru Lachem. Pay attention, he's still saying Ha'isha Shashimsha should not be toyable. Bain Basula Bain Bu'ula Kiim Mileo Yudbez Vaelach. So we just have to boil it down to one big number. Stop talking about seven. Let's just turn it into the twelfth night. The twelfth night again. It's eleven days, four plus seven, and then Mileo Yudbez Vaelach. That's already the official number. Just keep that number in your mind. And the fact that Yehuda Mr. Leon is coming out with this announcement seems clear that obviously not everyone in Italy was observing it, was observing the halacha this way. You should also pay, already note at this point that all the Mekredes that he quoted are either directly or linked to Ashkenaz, Ashkenazi Mekredes. And he still didn't really spell out the whole Indian so clearly. And also note that as we pointed out, he concluded Ha'isha Shashimsha. So he's still only talking about someone who Taka was with her husband, Matzah Shabbos, where Paleta Shabbazare is a possibility of the Gashmias in the coming days. That was just that even if you're counting the seven Amitzad Dam Nile, but Amitzad Dam Basulan, you're also counting seven days. So you should also, not uh, be but he still said, uh, yeah, that's what he means. So she was a basula when she was a mishamish. Right? So it's still only limited to those who actually were mishamish pile, and also only four days. And this gufa, they were not keeping in Italy, which is why he's telling them to do it. Before we get back to this subject, we'll just uh, finish off the other points that the Behuda Mr. Leon raises there in short. The next paragraph. He, he says, this is the stira, but when hafifa should be done, should it be done by day before toivling or by night before toivling? So he said, the conclusion is that she should start by day and go a little bit into the night. And if it's Moshe Shabbos, so you can't do it by day, so then it's all by night. 
And out of Shabbos, it should be uh, mainly by day. Goes into the other scenarios. He says, this is essentially, they're in the tour, and you're in a day but he has skama kelala, someone agrees to this, he says. Apparently, there's also something that people weren't doing quite as he's described. And he goes on to the next point, says in Gemara, that it doesn't matter, even if the woman is toiling late, should only, the tefillah should only be done by night, not by day, once you're past the seven days, or you can be toiling whenever you want, no, only by night. Why? She explains that uh, the daughters are, are in touch with their mother's uh, patterns, with their mother's habits, the daughter grows up seeing that her mother's going by day. She doesn't hop that she only went by day once it was past the seven days. She might assume that you could already be toivel on the afternoon of the seventh day. So Mishum Sarach Bita, there's this vart that you have to toivel only by night. So this is what he's being more about as well. He's Zaru Taka to be toivel Balayla. doesn't matter if it's the seventh or the eighth or the ninth. And if it's not possible, if the base of Tevila is out of the city, Right, we know things uh, were not as uh, clean and convenient as they are today. So if it's outside the city and you're concerned about ma'alilim, someone's going to blame you for something, list them, or maybe uh, the city doors are locked at night, there isn't free uh, movement, uh, you can't leave, or any other element of sakana. So then, I'll concede, he says, that she could table by day after the seventh day, of course, and then she has to not be misyachah with her husband until the night. This is also maskanas hakoyel, the Rambam, the tour, and all the other places. Sounds like also this is an area which was not uh, fully, uh, you know, in line with what he's saying. And he's more that uh, when she's told, when she does the chafifa, it can't be with nesser, with soaps and things like that, as it says in halacha. And then he gets to the conclusion, and he ends off rather sharply. He says, From what I just wrote, So he goes really hard uh, at, the, at, the, at the audience. And if a man or a woman do bezadden, anything that I, the four things that I listed, so, uh, I said, charging really hard. Go after whoever doesn't uh, follow what I said. So, this involved. Uh, and he ends off on a peaceful note. Signed, Yehuda Mr. Leon. And then there's a line afterward that says, "Beferinza v'zulaso meglilas tuskanan." Now that seems to mean that you see this often in Rishonim as well. Sometimes the the letter was addressed to someone, so when they're matik the tshuva, they also are matik the line of the, the addressee. So this line seems to be who this letter was addressed to. It's addressed to Ferenza. Ferenza is the Italian name we call in English Florence, which is in Tuscany. So now Ancona is not particularly close to Firenze and Tuscany. So this means that uh, he's not talking to his own Kehillah, his own crowd. He's sending letters to other places in Italy. And it seems, 
some other responses that it seems like he might have talked sent it to the entire Italy. It just happens to be that the text that we have was collected and copied from someone within this area. So that was the copy they had that was addressed to this area. So, okay. So what, uh, what was the response? It did not go uh, without, it didn't go unacknowledged. Uh, so now we get to the next letter in this climate. So now we'll pause for a second to explain where, where are we getting this from. So in the, the second half of the 1800s, there was a chavra called Chavra Mekitzei Nerdonim. Maybe some of you have heard of it. They were a bunch of people in Germany. At that point, probably not very from or from at all. It was linked and associated with the Haskalah movement, but the idea was Mekitzei Nerdonim, we're going to go through every Xaviyad of ancient writings and we're going to print it. There's so much waiting to be printed. We're going to print them one by one and it's going to be a scholarly, academic, addition according to the standards of the time, which meant, of course, that it wasn't necessarily whatever their commentary they were adding wasn't necessarily uh, and Mekitsin Adam is actually still extant till today. They're still, uh, they're still printing stuff. They're still around in some form in Israel. So a few decades later, there was the firm response. The firm response, so if you look it up, it says there was a Svarim Seicher by the name of Lipa Schweger. Um, and he and his brother-in-law, David Frankel, who was a Rav in the Siatan, if you've heard of the Siatan Rebbe from the Rajna dynasty, so they uh, they lived in the Siatan and they launched a, an organization called David Sifsa Yeshenim. And the idea was that this is going to be the firm response to Mekitzin Adamim, and they started printing ancient uh, Ksavim as well. It also uh, was it wasn't just uh, publishing; it was also uh, they were in the Svarim you know, selling business and was active from the beginning of the 1900s until World War One. World War One, everything got destroyed. But at its height, it was a very, very uh, significant uh, printing house, etc., in Galicia. We know, in fact, that uh, the Imre Emes of Ger was also very involved in the support of this project. So in Tafresh Sanach Bey's in 1902, they printed this small country called Divrei Rivay Spasha Arem. And uh, the Takanas, it's basically this kaivet starts off with Rabbi Yehuda Misraelion's letters and then the responses that it got. And this is what's being printed here in this, in this country. Uh, some have pointed out afterwards that it looks like this country was really a collection by one of his opponents. It starts off with his letters and it collects all the responses that are either completely disagreeing with him or breaking with him to some extent. That's what it looks like from the tone of the Kaivitz. Uh Interestingly, this Xaviad seems to have popped up recently. Again, the Kedem auction house sold the Xaviad with these trivets a few years ago and they claim it's the talk of the same one that Frankel had. And in fact, Frankel didn't include everything because after he wrote this letter, Yudha Yisraelian wasn't finished. He sent out another letter telling everybody that nobody in Italy is allowed to learn the Ralbag anymore. Ralbag is banned because too many things in the Ralbag are too controversial and cross too many lines in Ashkafa. And Frankel didn't include those letters in this Kaivitz Mitama Komus, but it was printed afterwards. So the next letter in this Kaivitz is from Rabinyamin Mehar Alcino. So in Italy, they like to sometimes translate Italian words into Hebrew. Sahar Alcino really means he lived in a town called Mantalcino, which is also in that area in Tuscany near Firenze. 
So he's considering himself to be one of the recipients of this letter, and he responded extremely sharply. And even beyond the halachic issues, he was just very, he's clearly very, very uh, up in arms about the whole ha'aza that this Yehud Mr. Leon is starting to push everyone around, the boss everyone around, the Megzeus and threaten Haromim. So he starts off a little cynically. He says, oh, Skak is so nice. Ask Hanomer to, you're trying to enforce Yigzadis everywhere. And Kal Kanesher, you're deciding, uh, you already have a scale in Shemayim to decide if the Rabag is kosher or not. Giber Kari, Ladun Yechidi, Lahaktash Nechassim, Lakal Avrayanim. And you're not disturbed at all. You're not uh, held back by the fact that there's no such concept in our country of one Surara uh, in charge of everybody. You weren't, you weren't uh, dismayed by that. And the love, it's unbelievable to take, uh, take such a personal interest in everybody. But I have some doubts about what you said. And he starts asking, where does this idea come from, being machim, everybody like that? He says, if anything, truth is, ultimately, everyone has their shos to be machim. Even the lowly uh, person walking down the street, if, they, if it's justified, they can be machim. He's like, how would you like if the women who you're addressing respond to you and they tell you that Tuchula love kala klalis, all the klalis should go in your head if you do something wrong, if what you did was wrong. Right? With the Yurk Zeta, you've been the many oinus of the woman. Otherwise, the woman could have been the Matar earlier. Now it's being delayed. You know the Chazal about Bnei Eli? It says in the Pasuk and Shmuel that Bnei Eli were Shaykhiv and Manashim that came to the base of Mikdash. So they all say, well, it's not that bad. But they were coming to be Matar, they were being Karbanas, the, the Kinim, uh, and the Kayanim there, they were schlepping, they weren't doing, uh, they weren't working quickly. So, just by delaying them from becoming Tartar husbands, so you see how severe it is to delay a woman for no reason. And anyway, it's a Chumra de Asula de Kula, Dach says in Yushalmi, Asula Isha Shatamid Betamasa, the Tzvila Bismana Mitzvah. So if your if your sock is wrong, like your mom is being over on the, these types of things, and and by the way, you're completely ignoring the idea of kinuach. It's a mishnah mikvayis, and even the paiskim that are machmer in this, they mention kinuach. So what's what's he referring to? So if you look in the Torah, Taka and Simon Kuftadik Bav, the Torah writes pelatas. If it's within six oynes, it's soiser. Therefore, mishameshes concern shematifloit. So therefore, she only starts counting on the fifth day. Amram, Torah says, If she wants to start counting right away the next day, You can simply clean and get all the zara out, and then there's no problem. Then the Torah, Ramban says, you don't even have to do that. She just walks around a lot. We assume it all got released. That my father, the Rosh, doesn't accept. And he quotes the Ravid, who said that uh, it's only for Taras, and that my, my father Rosh doesn't accept that as well. So you see that the Torah and others were mentioning this Kinoach. Why did the uh, Why did the Mister Leon completely uh, ignore Kinoach? So uh, the women could have a good time on him. Maybe they should be uh, threatening him, pushing him around. And he said, while he's taking issue with what he said, the worst thing was that you wrote the Maskana. You have to count Yudbeis Yomim Nekiim. How can you say you have to count Yudbeis Yom Nakiim? You know there's only Shiva Nakiim. You have to make a distinction. You always have to say you have to count Shiva Nakiim 
And five days, right? That's what everyone does until today. No one says uh, that kind of washing. Shivanakim plus five. When you say it like that, it's like you're even about Taisa Rahman al Islam. Maybe you're a Zak and Mamre. Continues in his vein to complain about this whole attitude, and he says, by the way, Dayala Avid, the Elias Kedabai. Necessarily on, you have this title, right? The the Pope, the, the king, they gave you this title. He says, the way Italy, without getting into how Italy was structured at the time, he says, that same Pope and King, they don't give uh, our region Gzaitis, they don't push us around, even though nominally they're, uh, they have the title, they're not sending us Gzaitis every day. Your whole Yichus is that the Pope and the King called you Messer Leon, so you should act like them. They don't mix into our affairs, you too shouldn't mix into our affairs. Continues to say, there's Nasi nowadays, Rish Gaila, based in Smuchim. So there's an old days of Tanoim and Amirar and Abon Siviroi, Goinim. So even they, where do you see that they ever ganged up on a community and started threatening them, clawless or worse, to be Makabal Daitum? Marki Asrei, Marki Asrei. And if someone did have this power, shouldn't it be Rabbi Yudan Nasi, Rabashi? Says they never, uh, even though obviously we kind of look at it differently, but he says they themselves. They wrote their opinion, they wrote the other opinion. If they're writing differing opinions, it means that they're open to other opinions. It's not the Mishnah and the Gemara are not written with that tone of uh, my way or the highway. So what's the real way to have influence in Allah? You want to have influence? First of all, it's Chachma, how great you are. Uminyan, how Talmidim. If you have a large number of Talmidim, and then those Talmidim disperse, and then they start influencing their communities. That's the best strategy if you're, if you're just trying to strategize to figure out how can my psak uh, reach the furthest. So you have to be mechavan to have as many tamidim as possible. So that's the pshat and chazal taka. You see that this is like a conscious, uh, a conscious thought that they had. And then he sarcastically, in the letter, he signed himself the Oyev Hanemon. So throughout this letter, he sarcastically calls him the Oyev Hanemon. Uh, would want Taka to have this amount, this degree of influence and power, so start investing in Talmidim. Got a lot of Talmidim and then teach them your Psakim and then wait for the dividends to pay out. You know, they'll start spreading and they'll start darshaning their Talmidim and then you'll be able to see your Psakim catch up. But just to curse and threaten, it's like the Vart to tell the wasp, I don't need your nice, I don't need your threats. Then he gets back to the actual Teichen. So he says, this this first Gzeda, Nafshi Nivlamoid, I'm very uh, taken aback. This Psak, according to Balatroma, he's the first one. He says that uh, Paskant, Shem Ri, wants to be Machmer and Tumas Pilatas. It's not written in the Torah, Bechlal. And you've been Machmer Dafke in that, more than things that are in the Torah. And uh, Bechlal, I have Kashis on the, Bala, on the Balatruma, which the Paiskim are following. Um, Medayraisa, she's only say Saras if it's Bimezoiv, the Svira after Zoiv. Medayraisa, if she's Perletas when she's a Nida, has nothing to do, right? Medayraisa, Bechlal, it's not Shiva Nakia. Medayraisa is just seven days, and in the seven days, you time And if she were, so, that, so when it was Ziva, if it was in a case of Dayraisa, all we said in the Gemara is that it's Saras, Yom Echad. And then somehow, from Nida, which is extrapolated from Ziva, it turned from Seseris Yom Echad into like a, a four or five day uh, concern. Sorry. 
And in the case of Ziva, it means that she was bad to Mishamashas Be'iser. She was Mishamashas Be'iser, and then she saw during her Ziva, and it's only Saisuyei Mechad. And Mishamashas Be'heter, in the case of Nida, she has to add five days. The Ziva Medeiraisa, who was Mishamashas Be'iser, is one day, and the Nida, which is not Medeiraisa, who was Mishamashas Be'heter before, she has to get all these extra days. Also, his tiniest. This is also Svita Zion Yom nowadays is of course uh, and the word is Zion Nikiyim. What does the word Nikiyim mean? It says to me the word Nikiyim means Nikiyim Midam Matuma Acharis Mandachar Shmei. How did other Yanim of Tuma enter here? What, what does the Tuma of Pelat Shapazera have to do with uh, Nida? Nida is a Tuma of Dam. Zion Nikiyim means Nikiyim of Dam. How did this even enter the picture? And if we are chayshish for Palat HaShikh Mazara, then maybe baiter, nothing to do with Nidu Bechlau. If you, you, you want to bring the halach of Tumas Palat HaShikh Mazara into today's day and age, so every time a woman is with, her, is with her husband, she should have to wait five days afterwards until she can be with her husband again. Tumas Palat HaShikh Mazara. What does that have to do with Nidu? And does it make sense to be machmer more by a sophic than by a vadai? Right? I got the same variation what we said before. If she uh, takas saw, it would be sisaras yemechot. And here it's sophic palatas, and now she has to wait all these days. And that's besides the fact that from the Gemara, it seems like the idea that uh, the Torah quoted from the Ramban, that walking around afterwards should be enough to get rid of whatever is inside anyway. And let's talk about the Ramban Paskind. Let's go with that. And anyway, you have Dr. Ivid. And Ivid said that it's only uh, talking for Taras. And he adds as well, he's, he repeats what he said earlier, that he completely left out the Kinoach. What about the Kinoach? Even the Paiskim Taka, the Ramachmer mentioned the Kinoach. Why are you only uh, saying, Ahobazach, Chatsi Dover? Where's the rest? She wants to count the next day. It says she's If she's concerned, she won't be able to do it well. It says she should wash and wipe herself. Between the two, she'll be fine. So why does the eye of Hanemon just say the Xeda without this? He's being machmer more than the biggest machmer. It says anyway, this Xeda has no benefit. Not for the Tznuas and not for the Prutzas. He says, it's Noem, what they do is, they stay away from their husbands three days before their vessels. Very interesting. Says, there were people who were cheshish to this. So the din is doch, isha shishimsha. Okay? So they were they stayed away from their husband for three days before their expected vessels. So that way, there's not going to be this whole din of isha shishimsha. Plus, they do kinoach. So what do you want from the tznuas? They're, they're fine anyway. And the Prutzis, they're just going to follow the Ivan, the Rambam, the Rambam. The Rambam didn't mention a word about this in Hilchus Nida. So he counts the Rambam in his the Rambam in his column. So what's going on here? And then he concludes, and he writes to. It seems like he's writing to Ferenza that I don't understand why you're not reacting strongly. If you're Makabel, his Titus. So right back to him. Okay, you're now our place that we follow everything you say. 
And if you think that you're not going to recover what he said, so send his clothes back to him and say, you can keep them, keep your clothes. And or at least tell them, you're not going to them. We have our own svarim. We can learn ourselves. We know what we're doing. And no one appointed you as a sarva shayfet, so we don't, we're not interested. If you keep quiet, I'm concerned that it's just going to become facts on the ground. And a year or two from now, all of a sudden, it's going to, oh yeah, of course, we follow his psakim. No one said anything last time. I'm sending his sovereign back to you, and if you have any answers to my questions, I'm happy to hear. He signs his name, Binyamin Yamin, He writes the date, April 6th, Reish Tezvav. We saw this last time also in Italy, that they had a minute, they used to use the Gaish a month with the Hebrew year. There are other letters there as well from other Abanim writing along these lines. So we don't have that much time left, but then we have the Ma'arik. So we have a lengthy chub of the Ma'arik. He starts off with beautiful shyness. He's a lot more deferential to review the Miserleon. He says, so to the first question, I believe I agree with the Buddha that every day Shemayim should go along with that. And he quotes, it's quoting all the Shainim, the Nibalatisvas. So it's now it's printed in it's printed in Shuvas Rivash for some reason. The Dervisifsi Yashainim printed before the Shut Rivash Hachadashas. And for some reason at that time they didn't know whose Shuva it was. It's in there for some reason. And it's also in the volume of Shut Marik Hachadashas, which was printed in the last 50 years. So we have Ribala Taisvis who says, you need Vav If it it's going through all the Makayas and all these Yashainim, they knew about all this information. And they knew that this is going to say that it's only Fitaris, and yet they don't mention it at all, or they pass in the opposite. And don't tell me it's just France, because it's talking a lot of people from France here, but it's also Ashkenaz, goes to, you see, it's uh, the Markchai and the Nikayach, etc. And uh, the Rosh, who was originally an Ashkenaz, and he went to Svarad, and it's on the Balaturim. So you see that it's spread in Svarad as well. Even the Rashba from the Svarad, so if, no, this is. Okay, the Rashba in Teres Abayas discusses this. And he seems to actually lean more towards the Goenim, meaning that originally it seems like it was more like an Ashkenaz versus a Sfar thing, and in Sfar they were made to Tabaskan that has nothing to do with a Nidabachal. But then he concludes, he brings the and he says, So you see that uh, even the Rashba ultimately is being made to more towards the Ri at the end. And he says, not just, if, and now the Marik first, for the first time introduces this, the following concept, doesn't even matter if she was, that's not only if she was Mishamish, and then she saw, even if she was with her husband, like it says in Sefer Yashar, V'shem Yipshimshin, Hasar Mishant, that, Gazrina Ratu Shimsha, so we see there's already a Zayda that it's across the board. We don't start making distinctions between women. It's in every case. With Marik, he says, that's already the Minik. At the very least, if Shitaka was Mishamish, then you should go with all these Yishayinim and say what they say. Okay, he tries to respond point by point to different points that the Biyama made. You don't have time for that. But he's very dismissive of Biyama and basing himself on the Ramban or the Ravid. All these places can know about the Ramban and the Ravid, and they don't pass him like them. So what are you trying to say? You're tying there that you shouldn't be machmer in a Suffolk more than a Vada. What do you mean? By a Vada, you know that this is the one day. So you're only limiting it to one day. When you have a Suffolk, you don't know what day it's going to be. The Gemara mentions it's three days. So that means, if we have to translate it, you do have to wait multiple days. What do you want? 
But then he concludes and says, but I was also shocked by your tone on your attitude. Because who to rely on. He starts quoting the same uh, list of Yishayim back. So as long as Yishayim was attacking Balatruma, Marek is defending Balatruma, who are you to attack the Balatruma? But when when Yudam Yisraelion is attacking people that follow other Pesachim, so then he stands up for those Yishayim. How can you start up with them? You have the Rambam, he says, the Rambam is also on the list, Taka, of those who say it's honest. You have the Rambam, the Rambam, the Ravid. So in conclusion, then he also responds, uh, oh, about, right, what about the Kinoach, right? The, uh, Binyamin was asking, what, what happened to the Kinoach? So he says, Israeli Makaira says, say that we're not saying Machan Kinoach anymore. The Smak says, we don't know how to do it, and he quotes some others as well. So that's why Kinoach is out of the picture. So... By the time you finish the Marek, we already have, we're going to finish in, in less than a minute, hopefully. Uh, by the time you get to Marek, so you already have, more or less, as we know it today, it's not just the Isha Shem Show, but even the Isha Shalashem Show, because of this Zayda, it's not just Kinoch uh, doesn't help anymore, Lei Bikiyan. He quotes again, that Ibshim Shem said again, this word, that even Shalashem Show. So that's why we don't rely on this anymore. But again, if there's a place that has a minute that they follow other Pesachim, then uh, don't bother them. So in conclusion, what we have here is, is that how does this, so the Gemara mentioned in the Gabi Ziva, from Ziva we applied it to Nida, and from Tumma we applied it to Labayla, from Vadai we expanded it to a Suffolk, and we said that in the Gemara that says the sheet of Pesachabazara's six Oynes, so that means she has to wait, Melchatchila, always three, which is really four days, and even if she wants, and from that we expanded it even if she's not with her husband. And next time, Mirza Hashem, we're going to see how the cause and light of the gather of this halacha, so when you have an issue with fertility, where a woman's uh, ovulation is too early, fi halacha, 12 days is too late for her, when Rabbanim are trying to see what they can uh, fix or change or play with over here, they're much more likely to focus talk on these five days due to the, the nature of the halacha, and we'll see how this idea developed. There is a way to get around the five days. We said, it's Hashem next time, the Shabbos. Thank <laughs> you.